Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Skill Up Like a Superhero, uh, the podcast that answers your questions that you have about careers and certifications in technology. I am your host, Dwayne Natwick, also known as Captain Hyperscaler. I am a Microsoft MVP as well as a Microsoft certified trainer. I am also a trainer for IC2, Asaka, and CompTIA with close to 40 years of industry experience in several different roles. Uh, today, uh, we have a great episode where we're going to be talking about how industry organizations can boost your career uh, in technology, cybersecurity, application security, and all of those things. So let's meet today's guest. Today, I am joined by Dan Gora. Hello, Dan. Uh, how are you doing today? And can, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you, Dwayne. Thank you very much also for, for the opportunity to join this podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm Dan Gora. I'm currently working as a lead cloud security architect for Evelyn, uh, hauling originally from Germany, but currently based out of Scotland. And I've been in the cybersecurity field for around 15 years, spanning different roles, both on the offensive as well as on the defensive side of cybersecurity as a consultant, as well as developer, and now as a lead architect. And one of the areas we're also focusing quite a lot on a day-to-day basis is things like on-premise and hybrid cloud security audits, and especially focusing also on application security. So also one important aspect of uh, what I'm doing is also focusing on strategic advisory services to uh, chief information security officers and also helping to set a strategic, strategic foundation, moving to the cloud and also ensuring application security. As well, I'm also involved, and that's part of this uh, conversation here, is in organizations, especially like OWASP, as a chapter lead and German chapter board member, as well as other industry organizations like the Cloud Security Alliance, as well as IC Square and isaka thank you dan yes yeah and and that was one of the one of the key uh reasons uh for inviting you to today's uh discussion dan was definitely around that activity uh that you have uh with oasp and you know one of the things you know i'm involved in a lot of different organizations you know with microsoft and uh and asaka as well and oasp and uh isc2 uh can you, you know, from your perspective, uh, why don't you give a quick, a uh, quick overview to our listeners about you know the organization OWASP in particular and what you do, what you do for that organization, and uh, and really how to get it, how you got involved, and how others can get involved. Absolutely. And I'm actually very excited about OWASP itself. It's something very close to my heart. So OWASP itself stands for the Open Worldwide Application Security Project. So OWASP is a nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the world's software security. And we actually have three core pillars to, to do the cross OWASP. So first of all, we have the project. So projects is we have over 300 projects. You might have heard of the OWASP top 10 or the application security verification standard or things like for training like OWASP wrong secrets. So we have a big community maintains this and we organize in the second pillar in the chapters. So we have nearly 250 local chapters worldwide with almost 30,000 members as I checked the last time on Slack. And the, the vision is he really offering regular meetings to everybody who is interested in application security, fostering improvement uh, of, of uh, skills and also networking between professionals. And then we have the third pillar. So that is uh, reg hosting regional events around the world, so the global AppSec conferences, as well as regional AppSec days. And 
as my role, what I'm involved is especially on actually on all three of those pillars, really focusing on the, the chapters. So we have an OWASP Germany chapter and also a board where I'm the board member of. And it took a sort of experience to, to get there. But um, what we're doing at the moment is also on the Germany level to help promote application security, to help promote the projects, the chapters and events. And I'm also leading my own chapter in, in the Frankfurt region. So organizing uh, chapter events via meetup and also actively organize conferences um, especially last year we had a big uh, german OWASP conference with over 200 attendees uh, as was well actually actually actively contributing to those open source projects like for example wrong secrets which is about secrets or insecure secrets management in the cloud and also participating both on a technical level but really about like um, the mission that that OWASP has and growing the community essentially that, that's great and uh, and like you said OWASP is a you know open project and really thrives on its members and its volunteers uh to uh, you know, and and the knowledge that they have. Uh, if if you're somebody that is is trying to uh, trying to get involved and wants to get involved, and maybe you know maybe doesn't isn't full, you know, is trying to maybe do a career shift or things like that. How do you feel? You know, getting involved in industry organizations like uh, like OWASP is helpful to them. Absolutely, and with that, I'd like to share my experience actually getting involved myself with OWASP. Mm -hmm you know, giving the, the listeners some takeaways I learned alongside the way of, of doing that, which is you know, always like challenges to, to overcome. So my first encounter with OWASP was actually back in 2017, where I just was interested on expanding my knowledge and also finding out what's interesting in my local area. So I attended, uh, or just go, went on Meetup on the, on the online platform, just to look what's around and how the community uh, is, especially in, in, in my region, and thought about OWASP, that they organizing regular conference, regular meetups that are attended by uh, quite a significant number in person. We had, I think at some point, almost 50, 70 people attending the event. And one thing led to the other. Um, I got involved. I actually asked, I was asked just to do a, a um, presentation about an OWASP project. So at that time it was the, the juice shop and also got really interested on helping build out and prove that project. So uh, one thing was just to, to do this as part of the meetup, but then also got involved and have some improvement suggestions that I added to, to the GitHub repository. Um, and then actually have been asked at some point to uh, um, also submit and also provide some of those uh, uh, thoughts on the, uh, on the chapter level. So I actually volunteered um, during 2019 at the OWASP Global Conference in Amsterdam, which helped me to expand my professional network. And that volunteering actually helped to, to expand and grow my, 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 my network in a way that um, I've been, been also uh, joined by, or I've been asked by the, the German chapter whether I would actually like to join the board. So it was actually quite, quite simple because it was uh, 
before the pandemic hit, uh, just being in a room with everybody else, OWASP, and they were just asking like, hey, whoever wants to help uh, um, OWASP on the Germany level, raise your hand. And I was like, I'm just going to raise your hand and see what happens. And <laughs> that's the rest is history. So uh, I actually started as part of that also my own OWASP, or continued uh, the own um, OWASP chapter in Frankfurt. So we had, especially before the pandemic, a large audience that, that attended that. Um, during the pandemic, as you can imagine, uh, things shut down, essentially all in-person meetups stopped. And we had to go into a model um, where we just focusing on uh, online webinars and trainings and just getting people locally together, as well as inter inviting international audience to, to drive uh, some of the, um, the knowledge sharing collaboration. In fact, a lot of other chapters during that time sort of stopped or um, were just not really active because of those challenges. And actually that helped going forward to um, actually have a, a bigger success with the with the volunteering because we were able after the, the pandemic to still continue our hybrid style, uh, style meetups and also continues actually with a big success of returning back to in-person meetups with around 30 to 50 people on on average and actually last year uh, organizing also major events so we organized the um, OWASP uh, AppSec Day or the OWASP Germany Day with over 200 attendees last year so this is sort of um, like still you know at some point we want to also organize another conference, uh, preferably bringing the global AppSec conference to, to Germany with around 1,000 attendees. And just to sort of reiterate, like, how did that actually help me? Uh, and, and what I want to share with the listeners is, first of all, explore your local opportunities you know start looking what's in your area so what i mentioned before i just was interested in in exploring what what is in the city so if you have a city close by that um that you, you can go to in person or you might be an area that is more rural just look out what's whatever is available in 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 your area on your even in the sort of area that that you're interested in the, in the professional field and attend events you know talk to people be social um, and also use them as platforms for networking and also for mm -hmm. learning. You know, expand your your own uh, personal uh, view on things. Um, things like, for example, you can also do is online networking. So uh, join LinkedIn groups with industry experts. And uh, it also helped a lot on on the OS level to to focus on. Um, you know, on those online sessions on online communities. And also if you're just a student, you can also join relevant student organizations um, and really get involved into volunteering. I think volunteering is probably the most crucial thing to actually get involved is do something, help. If you don't like something, fix it or get involved, raise your voice. People are usually very happy to actually do that and just get engaged with organizations because people are usually happy to get this another uh, opinion or get another view on things. Yeah, that's a key point. Uh, you know, all these organizations are run by volunteers. You know, they're, they aren't paid people. So getting, jumping in, like you said, when you, you know, when they were asking for, you know, volunteers or potential board members, you raised your hand and yeah, and usually you're going to get accepted. And, and you, you, you hit a couple of key points there that I, that I wanted to kind of hit on, you know, around, you know, linked, you know, LinkedIn groups and, and meetups, you know, look, you know, go on, go on meetup and look for 
technology that you're interested in, whether it's, you know, whether it's OWASP, whether it's cybersecurity, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's AWS, and there's probably a user group or some sort of organizational group in your area and get yourself involved, go to, you know, go to some meetings and they're always looking for volunteers. They're always looking for somebody to help, you know, organize, organize the meals for, you know, an on, an on-site meeting or, or organize, like you said, a, an event, a specific event that's going on, you know, uh, that is kind of a larger event. You know, there's a lot of user groups that, uh, that I know within like Microsoft that'll do kind of a, a summit or kind of a mini conference kind of thing in, in a region. And that's all run by multiple meet, you know, multiple user groups that are, that are involved. Um, the, the other thing that you mentioned around students, if you're a student and you're looking to expand your footprint, you know, as you're, you know, going through your, you know, your, your studies, uh, many of these organizations uh, and becoming a member in these organizations have a student, uh, a student membership fee that's lower than like for me and you as professionals uh, that, you know, that to get more of those people and really feed the funnel of, uh, of people within the organization. So, uh, so there, you know, there's a, you know, there's a wealth of opportunity there to get involved in these industry organizations. And what you get out of these meetups is like you said, you expand your knowledge because usually there's guests, you know, all of these meetings have guests, guest speakers talking about some, you know, industry trends and, and, certain technologies. So you gain, you know, you gain knowledge somewhat by osmosis just from going to these, uh, going to these events as these events and these meetings as well. So um, we've mentioned, we've mentioned a couple others, um, you know, and, uh, and really the key, the key here is around meeting people and networking and things of that, you know, um, in addition to OWASP, what are what are some other industry organizations that you've you've been involved in uh, and have you know have helped you you know boost your career and incre and increase your your network so to speak? Yes. So um, you know also just as, as you touch on the point of you know if you're a student and you might not even have the the sort of professional experience yet, well some organizations that that you can join just to help boost your career and increase your networking is actually something that doesn't have, have to be tech related. So uh, I've been involved also my student days in the Toastmasters and Toastmasters is an organization that promotes public speaking skills. So back in university days and also the beginning of my career and still am is being afraid or being like a, a bit uh, anxious of public speaking. So just to for practice actually helps joining Toastmasters and just doing public speaking delivery to see how, how you actually gorgeous with the audience. You might not be that kind of person that actually enjoys public speaking. So that is absolutely fine. There's no need um, to actually do this if, if you don't feel like. So there's also other ways to get involved. So for example, we have uh, on, on the cloud security side, the Cloud Computing Native Foundation, so CCNF. So they have a lot of amazing projects, same with OWASP, to get just get started on 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 the um, community code level, so you can go on on GitHub and also get involved um, with some of those projects around Kubernetes, for example, um, and just seeing what is interesting. If if you think there's something you want to change or something you want to create, or even write, uh, some, provide some some 
thoughts on a certain document, uh, CCNF is also a great organization to, to boost your skills and knowledge, especially on application and cloud security. Another one um, that I also recommend for, for from the professional side. So we talk about Toastmasters for public speaking, CCNF more for the professional side of your uh, or inside of your career uh, is IC Square. So IC Square is a great organization uh, to to get involved, in, especially around cybersecurity. So they offer a set of courses uh, that you can take uh, also for. Um, I quite actually a low budget for the beginning beginner ones at least and you can also start reviewing exams so that's something you know also helped me getting also in in the in that uh in in that mode where i was re not just taking exams but also reviewing those materials and the same also applies for um for uh the cloud security alliance so cloud security alliance is a uh, also not-for-profit organization focusing on thought leaderships around uh, cloud security and cloud environments. And I actually got involved uh, in the DevSecOps working group with a former colleague from Deloitte who just asked me to join a couple of calls and, and see whether I'd be interested in writing a, a white paper on, on DevSecOps and measuring DevSecOps success. And long story short, I actually at some point for, the, for that paper, I became the lead author. Uh, together with him and there was a really amazing experience just being from a contributor actually being a lead author just to actually have this sort of knowledge sharing experience so again also cloud security alliance is a great way to have different kind of industry groups and working groups in in those areas if you're interested in all the things around cloud security ai uh, and so on and also another one i would recommend also for um for People actually all join the industry, and they might not be as technical, but also interested on on the security side is ISACA. So ISACA offers some um, great guidance around governance, risk, and compliance, and risk management. And they also have uh, multiple possibilities to get involved, also the local level. So you have the ISACA chapters, and also magazines that they publish, and you can actually just get involved and, and help writing or reviewing and drafting out some of those articles. So um, as I mentioned, different organizations, different types, see whatever is interested for you and also consider just joining a local chapter. And as I mentioned before, it doesn't even have to be technical um, in, in the beginning just to, you know, pro to help boost your skills if you think you want to more develop and, and growth. Yeah, and something and something else to kind of point out too uh, around that. Not necessarily technical. Uh, there's a couple of couple of groups. Uh, you know, there's like you know generally. Uh, I know in the U.S. there's a lot of economic growth organizations and things like that in metropolitan areas. Um, I'm involved as well with a organization called SIM, which is a Society of Information Management uh, Leaders. Uh, so it's it, you know it's. And it's an inclusive group. You don't necessarily have to be like you know a C uh, a CX kind of uh, person within within an organization, um, because you know I know I know that there are like client executives and things that are that are involved as well. Because as uh, as I think we've said uh, said met multiple times already, uh, these organizations are always looking for people that are willing to volunteer. Uh, and uh, and I know even some of the some of the organizations that you mentioned, I know Asaka in particular, and I think CSA as well, even on their website, have like have forms to volunteer within their organization within their websites. And we'll, uh, as I've done with 
other uh, other episodes in the past. Within the description, uh, we'll have links to all of the organizations that were brought up as well. Uh, uh, but uh, but those are you know those are all great you know volunteering, going in, you know, getting involved. And like I said, like we've said, you don't have to be a technical person to provide value to that organization. Uh, And, and what you get is you get that, you get to network with people that you can learn from and can gain knowledge that can help you in your career. And maybe you find, maybe your willingness to volunteer uh, catches the eye of somebody that's hiring that wants to, you know, wants to bring you on. That's, that's, the, the best way to, uh, you know, to find a good position and one that you're excited and passionate about is is through networking and through who, yep. you know, uh, and, yes. you know, that's that's going to get you, you know, get you through, you know, hopefully you're you're you are reporting to somebody that you like and that you enjoy being around uh, that you that you mesh with, uh, because that's going to give a better better work experience to you and and also help you to expand your career so i know we mentioned a lot of a lot of resources uh, already and 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 look and uh organizations to focus on are there any other resources or anything that you recommend our listeners listeners to get involved like you said we were talking about meetups and like i said we'll give a whole bunch of links in the description anything else that we that we forgot dan yeah absolutely um also, I actually want to touch another point that, that you made is <clears throat> one of the feedback we, we get from joining those uh, meetups or events is we call it imposter syndrome. Like uh, they're not sure if mm-hmm. if they actually know enough to actually have that conversation yeah. to join that event. So that's something from from working in those industry is is some even experts, you know, think experts that the top experts they're very very happy just to to discuss and talk about what they do and also for coaching so you can always reach out saying hey i'm interested can we just have a chat see how it goes and just just volunteer so even if you think you're not there to be part of leading that organization just start as a contributor start as a observer a listener and then join in so for resources yeah, and, and it just yeah. just real quick on that point uh, that's a really really great point most you know majority of the people within these organizations are volunteer like I said are volunteers themselves and they're there because they like and enjoy the 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 society and the the culture around that organization and want to give back to others and so like you said you don't have you know that imposter syndrome about about asking a question or reaching out because 99% of the time uh, the person that you're asking that question to or that you're talking to is is willing to help and is willing to give back even more than you're asking. So, yep, yep. Uh, so you know, remember that, you know, and if and if they aren't, it's probably not the organization to be involved in anyway. Uh, you know, the, yes. you know, those are you know, the, these organizations are built around com- a community and building a community. And those are, you know, those are really key aspects and really key pillars to most of these organizations. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it is a friendly environment. It's a safe space. So, uh, so go at your own pace. And, uh, and as you feel like you're ready to volunteer or like ready to, you know, to dive in on contributing to a paper or, yep. or doing a, doing a, a speaking session at one of the events, uh, the, you know, there is no pressure at that point. And I wanted to point that out. So absolutely. Absolutely. 
So talking about some of the resources I would recommend for, for listeners uh, to get involved is, first of all, is um, follow your interest. You know, whatever you think is interesting, and it might not be already what you're working on, uh, but something you're actually passionate to, to, to work in, mm-hmm. um, focus on those resources first. So first of all, of course, um, is, is reading books about that area, like for things around application security or cloud security in my area. Uh, it helped um, to sort of acquire a base skill and, and knowledge about those topics, uh, even though you might not do this on a day-to-day basis, right? Especially with OWASP, um, I wasn't very familiar before that, so I was doing a lot of like, offensive security and cyber defense, but application security was a certain bit that was more interest to learn about and actually got me more involved. So that's first of all, is, is, is really do what you're passionate about rather than what is just what you're obliged to do. Mm-hmm. In terms of resources uh, is use, first of all, your local events and the platforms that provide those localized events. So you mentioned um, also like Meetup, for example, is, is very successful. Um, in depending on the area, just to to see what's what's happening, There's a lot of tech meetups. Uh, also, things like Eventbrite. So Eventbrite also offers a set of free events, also mm-hmm. paid events, but we also want to focus particularly on on the free events um, that you can just use to to see what's in the area and attend those uh, attend those um, um, yeah like tech events as well. Also, also recommended, we talked about this, Dwayne, is LinkedIn. So LinkedIn groups um, that you can join and just share your interest and your, your experience with certain topics or just see and gosh what's, what's important. Also, um, talk about OWASP is where we actually have a big Slack community. As I mentioned, with over 30,000 people. So there is something if you want to there's like different slack spaces for different purposes so every like organization mm-hmm. like including ccnf the csa OWASP, to all have their uh, slack spaces that you can join and also join different channels and and see whatever topic you're interested in and just get the conversation going and see how to actually get involved so that also helps to to understand what what is needed and where you can actually help and provide including github like github is a great resource to to find you know what whatever is is, is needed so if you just go on a like ccnf project around kubernetes you might just go on the pull request or some of the issues raise an issue yourself and start where you can actually help to to get involved so especially if you have coding mm-hmm. skills even if you don't have a documentation uh skills or just interested in, in collaborating you can still use like the issue mechanisms or the pull request to to get involved and also as we talked about like specific organizations so uh read things around owasp um there's like things we call it checklist uh, that are great resources and see if there's something uh, you think is is missing or something to add or you have a question about um, and also check uh, like regularly the, the website for updates on local chapters events and resources so um, the resource in, in the end is the platforms but also the communities that evolve around those platforms and it's always Great, just to, to ask somebody for for mentoring or coaching mm-hmm. you, if if you if you're not sure if if you already have that skill and experience. So a lot of times, what I've seen, we actually launch a um, mentoring program at OWAS Frankfurt. We paired uh, both mentees and mentors to actually give them the right resources and the skills and capabilities to to make an impact. So again, different ways, mm-hmm. but in the end, it's it's about following your own interest and following what you passionate no, it, about. It, 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 it is. And that that's, we've, uh, that has been 
something that's come up on multiple episodes of this podcast is is if you're passionate about something whether you're whether you have the the technical acumen yet or you're still building it uh, if you have a passion about it it's going to come through when you're talking to you know hiring managers or you're talking to people within your organization uh, that you know for a direction that you want to go uh, in your career uh, having a passion around that is definitely uh, definitely a very key point to that. So, uh, so I appreciate you bringing that up, Dan. And, you know, and I want to thank you for your time today and for sharing, uh, sharing your, uh, your expertise, uh, around being involved in organizations, uh, and definitely have you back in the future. Uh, but we need to bring an end to this, uh, this episode here today. Uh, please, uh, everybody subscribe to stay up to date on upcoming episodes. Uh, but uh, until next time, uh, always be learning and skill up like a superhero. Thank you very much. Thank you.